Welcome back. We have some shakeup coming in Alabama's congressional delegation. How the state tax systems affected an NFL contract negotiation, and the Monday weather look ahead. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Alabama Congresswoman Martha Roby won't seek re-election for a sixth term, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Now, in 2010, Roby began her run as the U.S. Representative from Alabama's 2nd Congressional District. So now, as 2020 approaches, a few things are shaken in Alabama's delegation. Bradley Byrne, who's the congressman representing Alabama 1, is running for Senate. Roby is retiring from her seat from Alabama 2, and the 2020 census will be counted. Now, it's possible that with that census, Alabama will lose a position on the list of largest states by population. That means we could lose a congressional seat along with an electoral vote. Now, currently, Alabama has seven districts. Six are represented by Republicans, including Roby and Byrne. One is represented by a Democrat. Former Alabama All-America defensive end Quinnen Williams recently went through a one-day holdout before signing with the New York Jets of the NFL. And AL.com's Mark and Abinett reports that it came down to paying Alabama state income tax versus paying New Jersey state income tax. Williams wanted the Jets to pay him his signing bonus when he signed, while he's still a resident of Alabama. Williams played high school ball at Winona High. Now, the Jets had wanted to defer payment on more than 30% of the bonus until next year, when Williams will likely be living in New Jersey. Now, it wasn't just state loyalty or real versus nominal value of money here. It was the difference between Alabama's tax and New Jersey's tax. In Alabama, the top bracket you're paying is 5%. In New Jersey, it goes up to 10.75%. So if you do the math, you take just over 30% of a sign-in bonus that's about $21.67 million. Compare the two tax rates, and Williams could have saved up to nearly a half million by talking the Jets into mailing that entire check to Sweet Home Alabama. In the end, reportedly, they worked it down to 25% of the payment deferred to next year. He signed. He's with the team. All right, it's Monday, so we have AL.com weather reporter Lee Morgan here to talk about the week ahead in Alabama weather. What's it going to look like out there? It's going to look like the end of July, Ike. But it's not going to be quite as humid as it has been for the rest of the month. So that we've got at least that to look forward to. It's just going to be a fairly typical summertime week. Highs, low to mid-90s. Scattered storms possible every day. Just like your typical summer. Also, there's some weather going on beyond our border that you might want to talk about for a second. Yes. I mean, not only are we going to get into August this week, August means hurricane season starts getting more active. And right on cue, they've got an area of a tropical wave they're watching. It's south of Puerto Rico, um, expected to move to the northwest toward South Florida. We're not thinking this is something the Gulf will have to worry about at this point. We'll have to wait, watch it, and see. But right now, it's got a low chance of development. It's got a crossover Hispaniola. They've got a lot of mountains there, and that can tear up tropical systems. We just got to wait and see, once it gets through Hispaniola, what it does, where it ends up. Maybe it'll mean a little rain for us next week. I don't know about that. It looks like right now it's more of a concern for South Florida, maybe the Atlantic 
coast to to keep an eye on. Not not anywhere close to Alabama. Shouldn't affect us. All right. Well, we appreciate you as always, Lee. No problem. Well, thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here every day this week. In between, come by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at al.com. <laughs>